And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against network groups who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hope you're having a great day. I'm going to spend a little bit of time talking with you about uh, a question that we got not too long ago. Uh, I was looking at some old notes, and at some point, Ashley and I must have basically asked uh, asked people, hey, you know, what kind of questions do you have for us? If you could, you know, ask us, I don't know if we said anything, but if you could ask us anything, what would you want to know? And uh, so I'm looking at a bunch of the responses here, and uh, one of the things is when you have two strong leaders, as you and Zach are, how do you decide who does what so that you're creating a movement in a positive direction? So this is obviously a question geared towards uh, me and Ashley as a couple, um, but I wanted to kind of give this response here um, for for you, whether you're building the business as a married couple or uh, you have employees. You know, we have we have both, right? We have uh, we're, we're building the business as as a married couple. Obviously, we have employees, and then we also have our network marketing team. So, you know, kind of divvying work up in the right ways is really important. And so, to kind of go back in time a bit, Ashley went full. T- so I went full time in business uh, about six and a half years ago. Yeah, we're coming up on seven years. Um, Ashley went full-time a few years after me. So she's been full-time for uh, just about four years. I think this month, about four years. And so so there was a couple years when we were married where I was working our business full-time and she was working her job full-time. And it was, you know, it was great, great time for that. Uh, You know, we needed to, we needed her to make money uh, from the job um, so that, you know, we could pay our bills and stuff. And then the business was always self-sufficient. It was always paying for itself. Um, At least by that point it was. Um, But when she came on full time, so we started traveling right away. Uh, So, you know, she literally quit her job uh, in September of 2018, I believe. And that month is the first month that we went on our digital nomad journey. And, um, you know, some people, some people might, some people have actually said like, oh, did you go on the, did you go on that journey because you needed to like, go move to Bali because it was cheaper? Not necessarily. <laughs> it did help. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it is cheaper to live in Bali than it is Chicago, 
but that's not why we that's not why we went you know when you factor in all the travels and 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 all the extra things it's not that much cheaper i mean it is once you get there but that's not why we did it we did it because we wanted to build memories before we had children um and ashley at that time was 31 or 32 and i was 29 or 30 and so um we wanted to make sure that we could get these travels in before we had we had kids not that you can't do it with kids but just a lot easier when you don't so so uh so we so she goes full-time we start traveling immediately and so we end up in bali and right away we we kind of start we don't really bump heads but sort of bump heads um and ashley and i are both very strong personalities but we we've never of course, we get in disagreements and, you know, we have different viewpoints on lots of things, um, but we always come together and we never disrespect or not love each other. I think we've only raised our voices at each other uh, one time in the eight years that we've uh, known each other, um, and that was before we were married. So we're very careful to protect kind of the safety of our relationship um, and, you know, obviously it takes two mature people, right? If, if, if Ashley was the only mature one, this wouldn't work. If I was the only mature one, it wouldn't work. You both have to take responsibility. So, but we get to Bali. Ashley's now full-time and she's in a, we're both in a brand new environment, right? Brand spanking new. And it was a really, it was more difficult for Ashley, um, but it was difficult for both of us to really figure out how do we both, how do we both do this now, right? Because before that, again, for two and a half years, out two, three years, I was doing this on my own, um, meaning like full time. And she was doing it part time. And so now her kind of, uh, not identity, but her identity and her work uh, had been removed. There is no safety in our location because we're in a brand new country and we literally know zero people. And, uh, it's just me and her. And so, uh, I kind of knew what to do, right, business-wise, because I was just kind of staying in the same lane. Uh, she really didn't know what to do because, well, she wasn't doing it before. And so that time uh, was a little contentious. It was, it was a difficult time for us uh, from a relationship standpoint for uh, maybe a one to three months while we kind of figured out, you know, uh, how does, uh, who does what and also helping us both be in our strengths. So something that like we would run into is, you know, I'm a big picture type of person, right? I kind of, you know, I talked about this uh, yesterday a little bit, but I have a natural tendency to kind of seek out the 80-20 levers and pull them and ignore everything else. Um, which, you know, in some ways, that's, that's a very positive thing um, because I can generally make progress. But things will fall down and not get taken care of sometimes if someone's not there to pick up the pieces. And so uh, what that kind of leads me to have is a very short-tempered personality for things that I don't view as important, which so if something falls in the 80% category for me, I have a really short fuse for it. And something that I needed help with really bad back back then was the 80% things, right? When people would, you know, let's say email you know, my email, the Zach at Zachary Spear email, right? We're just t- starting to kind of build an audience, um, an email list and a text list and stuff. And people were responding all the time. And I had a really hard time keeping up with those replies. But so Ashley started to do that. She started to handle our support. 
um, box at that time. And she would not know what she was doing yet. So she would ask me lots of questions at that point. And I would get really short tempered with her because, you know, in my mind, those were not important things, but they are important, right? Of course, they're very important, but you can kind of see how that created a, a, some tension there. And that, that's just one example of things that happened many, many times. And so, so we're, start, we're, we're starting to, or we had this, this level of tension that, that lasted for a bit. And here's ultimately what we found. What we found is we had to be in really close communication. And like I said, we, we've always had a good relationship. We still do. But working together brought us a lot closer. And the reason it brought us a lot closer is because it had that tension for, for, for a while. And we had to really communicate with each other, but like, hey, you know, what's, you know, <laughs> how does that make you feel, right? What's wrong? Why did that happen? Why did you respond that way? Why am I responding this way? Why am I feeling this way? And what we basically found is like, okay, this is, this is what Zach really hates doing. Like Zach literally hates doing X, Y, Z. Ashley really hates doing A, B, C. Um, but I really like doing this, this, and this, or this, this, and this. And there's some things that we both like doing, but she's just way better at them than me, right? Or there's some things that we both like doing, but I'm just way better at them than her. And so we have to be honest with ourselves about what are our real strengths and how do we complement each other? So, you know, as an example, like something that I, you know, like, I, I actually, in a, in a, in a way, what, something that I do like doing is... I like looking at data. I like finding data, finding out what's going on with the, the funnels and the growth of the team and this and that. But to be honest with you guys, it takes me forever. It takes me literally forever. I literally do our like data analysis with a piece of paper and a pen. Like that's how I do it with, and a calculator. But we need to know this stuff. So I would do it and it would take me hours to get to figure something out. Ashley, on the other hand, can build uh, this super ninja wizard Excel sheet that sucks in data from all the sources we needed to suck in from, uses these VLOOKUP table things and all this other magic stuff. And it takes her a couple hours to do it, but now it comes out in a beautiful, easy to read format and it's automated for the rest of time. So I never need to go re-crunch those numbers again because they're being crunched literally every second of the day by this magic automation thing that she built. That's really, really cool. Um, on the flip side, one of the things that Ashley does like doing is she likes making offers. She likes, she enjoys thinking about that kind of stuff creatively, but I have a stronger skill set in that area. So when it comes down to, Hey, we need to make a new offer. Generally speaking, it's Zach that does that part and we help each other out. So I say, Hey, I can't crunch the data to know what I should do for this offer. Can you do that? And I'll go and make the offer so on and so forth. And so we just kind of are really honest with each other about these things. And some of these things can be difficult. So as an example, like I, you know, I, I'm, my personality type doesn't like to believe that other people are better at me than me at things, but I have to realize that. Same thing with Ashley, right? Like there is some, there's a level of, uh, you know, you, you want to, you want to be the best at something, right? So when she says, okay, Zach's just better at that part of the business than me, then she has to be honest with herself and give that to me. And I have to be honest with myself about certain things and give those things to her. So that's kind of the first step of it. Um, again, the biggest thing is communication, being honest with yourself, being honest with each other, not letting things bubble up and boil over because then you start lashing out 
and it has nothing to do with what you're lashing out about in that moment and probably more likely something to do with what came previous to that, which is most likely trying to work together and not communicating. Um, and then you have employees, right? And this is really the, this is really the purpose of employees. Okay. Now, obviously you want to make an impact on people. Obviously you want to give them a job. Obviously you want to help them pay, uh, pay for their livelihoods and their bills. And I'm a big, big fan of treating employees really, really well. You treat them well, treat them with love, treat them with respect, pay them more than what, uh, what competition is, is paying them. And my philosophy is basically don't let them go easy. Right. And, and I know that some people don't believe in that. They fire higher, uh, higher, slow, fire fast. Um, honestly, guys, I'm kind of slow on both ends and I'm not saying that's right. This is the way we are kind of hire a little slow and I fire slow. Um, because my belief is that you get a lot more mileage out of long-term relationships than short-term ones. But the purpose of people working for you is to have them take things off of your plate that aren't in your sweet spot. A sweet spot is something that makes you the most amount of money. And two, it's the thing that you enjoy the most. All right. So um, I have really only a couple sweet spots in our business and that's it. And everything else I need to really get rid of it. And I try to do as little things as possible that aren't in my sweet spot. All right. So um, our Rebels Universal program, for instance, okay. We have the Rebels Universal program, really amazing program, it's a coaching program, and so on and so forth. So I can't, if I'm supposed to be the leader of the business and kind of breaking new ground and bringing, uh, bringing the new ideas to that, those coaching relationships, that means that I got to be in the field making it happen, right? I got to be putting out new offers, doing the thing. So I can't be spending 40 hours a week in the Facebook group answering questions, but I need someone that's really, really competent that is able to do that. So we found that person and she took years to find, but we found her and she can do those things. She can be the coach for Rebels Universal throughout the week. Then I can show up once per week in an hour and a half Zoom coaching call and answer anything that either she wasn't able to or that she didn't get to. And I can do that live. So what that does for me is that frees me up. We have other people that they answer all the support tickets. So any membership or billing issues, we've got a guy that handles all of those things, right? All of the numbers of the business, like every, you know, every couple days, I need to know to make decisions, the numbers of our business. I need to know, hey, what were the sales? What were, um, how many people are on our lead wheel? You know, how much runway do we have on the lead wheel? How many people do we need to send leads out to? I need to know all these things. And so we have people that go in and, and, and figure and do all those numbers, right? And is it a pain in the butt? Yeah, it's a pain in the butt to teach them how to do it. But once, they te- once you teach them, you don't have to worry about it again until you need to replace that person, right? Um, so we have people that do that. Um, we have a, a software and we have a technical support team. Does that cost a lot of money? Yeah, it costs a lot of money. Some, some months, is it probably, well, that's not necessarily true, but, but the money's worth it. The money's worth it to have those tech people in place that answer tech issues, right? Um, the way that we build our own network marketing team, could we build it in a different way, meaning have more legs, 
um, and be more profitable. Yeah, but we build we build deep in, in a lot of ways. Now, I know that some people are super down with that and they love what I just said. Some people are really opposed to what I just said. But we do it that way because I don't want to be the go-to person for 50 legs. And when you recruit as many people as we do, I don't want to be this kind of like the, the main you know, the, the main leader in all these different legs. So we build deep in a lot of legs to make sure that we have an abundance of competent people in a leg so that we can get time back. Um, we've got a, we've got a personal, really close personal friend. He's got a massive, massive organization. It's got probably 150, 150,000 people in it or something like that. And, um, and, uh, he makes, well, he makes seven figures, but he could make many, many, many times more than that if he built his team. Why? But he built it deep. But the difference is his income is so solid. Like the, literally the company that he's in would have to go out of business before his income would, 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 would take a hit. So he's got people on his downline that make three times as much as him. But when something happens in that organization, that person ultimately has to go in and fix it. Whereas my friend never, ever has to do anything. So it's just, again, philosophy stuff. So um, I like to personally work methodically and thoughtfully so that I can have systems run. Those systems are built up of automation, of people, um, so that I can focus on my strength zones while they focus on their strength zones. And then, of course, the next level of this is having employees focus in their strength zones, which um, really our company size, we really only have one position with one person. That's the coach I mentioned that where uh, she's getting closer and closer to her, her strength zone and kind of her special place. And then you start to kind of do the same thing around that person. And then obviously as you get bigger and bigger, you do that with all of kind of your executive members, but the size of our business, we, most of our employees, they're just, you know, doing what they need to do. Um, but as we get bigger and bigger and we kind of need more, uh, more people in like a quote unquote executive position, we start to do this exact same formula, but for them or with them, if, as it were to help them focus on their strengths and have other people take crap off of their plate. So anyway, hopefully that makes sense. And hopefully this helps you guys. Um, we love you. Appreciate you. Hope you have a great day and we'll talk soon.